As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter Disney podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, Andrew, and Alexis. Yes, thank you guys very much. You can join them too by heading over to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and clicking on the Become a Patron button. We would really appreciate that. It helps us you know, with the show, uh, it does take time to do this show each week and we do appreciate all the support there. And of course, if a Patreon membership is not your thing, that's cool. You can also support the show in many other ways. We'll tell you more about it at the end of the show, but as a quick reminder, whatever podcast player you are listening on right now, if it has a rating and review function, we would greatly appreciate taking two or three seconds just to, you know, give us that great rating. That'd be fantastic. We really, really appreciate that. All right, Mimi, what do we got coming up on this week's episode? So we're in episode two of talking about our, our most recent trip to Disney World. It was That was about two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, today we're going to talk about Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and our potential hot takes on what we think about the length of your of time spent in those parks right, right. during your trip. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing these episodes because, you know, maybe some of you out there that are listening or planning a trip to Walt Disney World soon, or maybe, I don't know, maybe just like hearing about other people's time in the park. And so we're just going to take our experience like I did last week with Epcot and we just kind of walk through and what worked, what didn't work, what we enjoyed, what we thought was great and good and all that good stuff. I think we said last week was the the great, the good and the gray stuff, right? Yeah. But I think this episode is a little bit different. Yeah. It'll be a little different. Yeah. Uh, because we're going to cover two parks today. And uh, yeah, some good stuff there. We spent a lot of time in Hollywood Studios, not as much time in Animal Kingdom. But yeah, we're going to tell everybody all about it, kind of share our thoughts. And uh, it'll be good. And we'll save the Magic Kingdom Day for its own our, episode. In another episode, maybe our next episode yeah. after this one. And then you said you wanted to do an episode about the dining that we did yes. on the show. So we ate a ton of really good food while we were at Disney World. And we actually did all kinds of sit down meals. We did. Not a whole lot of quick service, but we did, like, we ate a ton we of food. Some, yeah. We got a lot of snacks. We um, ate at almost every, we ate at every World park. Showcase yeah, yeah. pavilion Well, we ate thing. at many of them. Not at almost. Almost. We were close. Yeah. All right. We're going to do a whole episode about our dining and experience. I just, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to talk about that because we kind of did um, some basic restaurants. Then we did some ones that I think are a little bit underrated. So, right. Um, right. yeah, cool. Yeah. Another thing you guys can pay attention to is. You know, if you go to our website, there is a page called Be Our Guest. And we've already had a couple of people on the show recently as guests of the podcast. Uh, come on, we'd love to meet them. Uh, we included them in Captain Enchanting's Cavalcade of Happiness, which this week there will not be a Captain Enchanting report. He's still out on assignment. We did not get a report from him this week. Mm-hmm. We do anticipate another report from Captain Enchanting soon. But 
I also was, think we're really skipping loud. Parks News this week, too. Are we going to skip Parks News this week? Yeah, we've got a big topic. We've got a big topic this week, yeah. So, yeah, if you would like to be on the show, if you're a Disney, you know, if you got a small shop, or maybe you're a Disney vacation planner, or maybe you're a Disney podcaster, or whatever, and you feel like you'd like to come on the show and have a conversation with us, just visit our website, DisneySymbol.com, and go to the Be Our Guest page. You fill out that really brief form to help us out, and we'd be happy to consider scheduling you to be on the show. That'd be great. All right. Speaking of Parks News, uh, and again, I know we do a lot of this at the end of the show. I figured, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd kind of bring this up at the beginning of the show, too, this week. You know, I do a YouTube series. I've been trying to do it more frequently. I do it as much as I can, but I do have a, a full-time, very busy, hectic job. Um, but we do have a Parks News series on our YouTube channel. If you have not checked out our YouTube channel, you really should. We are trying to put more content on there. I've been putting the YouTube series Parks News on there. And for those of you who maybe haven't been listening to that or haven't seen it yet, it is literally our humorous take on the Disney news that is out during that time period. So if you're looking for a nice laugh, those videos take, what are they, about two minutes long? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Literally about two minutes long, real short. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just do a search for Disney Assembled. Hit the subscribe button. And uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate that over on the YouTube side. Yeah. All right. Do you want to jump in the topic or do you want to do the Disney dad joke? Do, do the to... joke and then we'll, we'll get the, all that so over So we'll do with. the joke and then we'll do our main topic of the week? Yeah, please. Because it's all been right. six minutes and we're still not in the, That's in okay. the topic. That's all right. We got time. We got time. Our shows usually last about 40 minutes. We're good. All right. Let's jump into this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Mimi. This is, this is a Star Wars joke this week. Some of our Star Wars fans out there, like Anthony, we had on the yeah. show recently. Right? He might like this one. All right. Which Star Wars characters... Are the most resilient. I don't know. The Ewoks, because no matter what challenges they face, they always seem to endure. Get it? Yeah. Because the planet's funny. called indoor. That's funny. You know, and I got a message from my brother, and he asked a good question. Why does the planet called indoor when everything they do is outside? I mean, shouldn't Double the planet be called outdoor? Joke. So there you go. Double dad joke. Two, indoor, two jokes in the one. Same punchline. Boom, boom. All right, there you go. Well, I guess we'll put the we'll put the the rim shot in. Maybe I just I did the I did it again. All right. So that's this week's Disney dad jokes of the week. If you have a Disney dad joke you'd like to consider or have us consider using, shoot us an email disneyassembled at gmail We'd love to hear from you. Thank we you have to much. get a new studio. What do you mean? Because I get sleepy when we're in here. I'm like we're in the yawning. guest room. It is a sleepy room. Maybe if we open the windows and had a little bit more sunlight Let's in here. Why don't you open the blinds? Okay. Uh, awkward pause. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right, we're back. The windows are open. Got a little sunlight in here. Feeling good. Yeah, we do need a, a we need a, a desk. Yeah. You and I are literally desk. like six inches away from each other because this is the tiniest desk. See, like now I'm desk. talking into my mic. Now I'm talking into Papa's mic. Now I'm talking into my mic. Now I'm talking into pa Papa's mic. Okay, it's, we're very yeah. close together. I'm in my mic, and I'm going to stay in my mic. Okay. Because I brushed my teeth this morning, though. So, all right. So, main topic. Where do you want to start? Animal Kingdom yeah, or so the Disney question, Hollywood Studios? The question that's hit Disney people recently. Well, it's kind of an age-old question, but especially now, it's it's been sort of hot on the on the presses or whatever 
Is Animal Kingdom a half-day park? Before we get into our experience at Animal Kingdom, I'm glad you picked Animal Kingdom first. I do want to put this out there. We have our opinions based on our experiences. We know that many of you out there love Animal Kingdom. And I'm looking at you, Danny, from Mouse Park Insider. We know that Animal Kingdom is your favorite of the four parks. Yeah, that's a hot take. So we hope you still (laughs) like us when it's done because we don't dislike Animal Kingdom, but we want to share our experiences in Animal Kingdom so that if you're planning a trip, you get the most out of it. Yeah. Based on our experience. You know, and so, yeah, we'll share that with everybody today. So we're going to start with Animal Kingdom. I'm just going to get, I'm just going to jump right into it. So we started our day in Animal Kingdom. We started our third day in Animal Kingdom. And, you know, we took the bus there, got there, whatever. Not all of the entrance things, like the scanny things where you scan your magic band. Right. Were open. And so it was super difficult to get in, just to get in the door. Um, but that's like a management thing. That's not really an Animal Kingdom specific thing. Could be a thing. technology thing. Right. Yeah. So we're going to let it pass. So we're just going to let that inconvenience fly out the door. So we get there and you go off and get coffee and I rush to fly to Passage, right? Because that's what you do in the morning. And honestly, we only ended up waiting like 70, 75 minutes, which wasn't that bad, honestly, for that ride. And then when we got off of it, it had a three hour wait time that was stretching all the way into Africa. Before we, so, you know, so let's stop right there. Let's just stop right there. We got in. I needed a coffee that morning. I was really struggling that morning to get moving. And I've done Flight of Passage before. I enjoy Flight of Passage just fine. But I didn't feel the need to run to Flight of Passage. We should tell everybody we were supposed to have early park entry that day. Yes. We qualified for early park entry that day. I was asked the night before, Papa, what time does Animal Kingdom open tomorrow? And I said, whatever time it was. And I was asked again. Is that for regular entry or for people who are staying on the resort who get half hour early park entry? And I said, nope, that is for the early park entry because that's what I saw on the app. We got there and we completely missed the early park entry. It <laughs> I, was like, fine. Completely misread the times. And that's my fault. We didn't get there earlier and you guys had to wait longer. for. But it honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like 75 minutes. Like, sure. Like, I'll take 75 minutes for flight of passage. Um, and then we did not have a river journey, whatever. So what I've noticed in the first, so by the time we got off of Navi River Journey and Flight of Passage, we were like, we're hungry. Cause at this point it's like 11 o'clock. Yeah. We were ready for some for early, an early lunch. Cause we didn't eat breakfast that morning. Yeah. We'll talk about this like a little bit more in our food episode, <laughs> I think, but we didn't eat breakfast. Too, too much during this trip. So we were like, let's get an early lunch, whatever. So we decided to eat at Harambe Market in Africa. And we'll do a food review in our food show. But we let's just say we enjoyed our meal there. We enjoyed our meal. Very much. It was a good meal. Yes. It had had some greens. Even though I hate the word meal. We enjoyed our food. We enjoyed our food. Yes. Walking from Pandora to Harambe Market was so difficult for kind of no reason. Like, we were all tired and kind of hungry, sure, but the way Animal Kingdom, its signage isn't great, and cast members are few and far between, and it was hot, and there was nowhere to sit, there was no shade, and so by the time we got there, we were all angry at each other, we just wanted something to drink, Right. and it was frustrating. Just was- just the walk from Flight of Passage to Harmony Market, which, I mean, if you know the map, it's just a little circle. Well, that, that brings me to my point. I don't know the map. And I will say, and I've been to Animal Kingdom a number of times, I still struggle greatly 
understanding where everything is yeah. in the animal kingdom. I can make my way around Magic Kingdom, no problem. I can make my way around Epcot, no problem. I can make my way around Hollywood Studios, no problem. It's Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, I get so turned around and confused about where I am. And maybe it's because of all the trees and everything is green. And I guess maybe I just need to spend more time there, which is not a bad problem to have. But I, too, struggle with getting my bearings in Animal Kingdom. And I, right. I, I think some other people may feel the same way. If you feel the same way, you know, give us that five-star rating. Um, but I would say this. Before we leave Pandora, I want to point out a couple of things that I experienced. Because you, okay. we had a different experience. Right. You and your brother and your mother did Flight of Passage. Yes. I did not. I went and found the Starbucks. I got a delightful coffee drink. I think it was an iced white chocolate mocha something something vanilla sweet thing. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. And I found, so I want to paint a picture for you guys. And maybe if you've been to the Pandora area, you might know where I'm talking about. There is a little section, if you're looking at the floating rocks, where the little waterfall is coming down, where the yes. queue is, right? If you're looking straight at that, there's a little section where children can go and they play like, there's like a place where you can play drums, like you can yeah. beat on drums, right? And it's like a little tiny little water feature with a little waterfall and a little path, right? There's like, it's not really a walking path as much as sort of a little, I don't know, it, it, it's like a little section where you can maybe sit down or in find Pandora? a little bit of shade. Right, in Pandora, okay. right? And so I found myself there with my Starbucks. And I had made my way back over there. I, you know, I found, you know, Mickey and Minnie were coming up the river on the boat and I took a picture of them and wait, that was fun. It was cute and all that stuff. But I found my, pla my place in Pandora there waiting for you guys to finish the ride. You need to check out our Instagram or our TikToks. There are a couple of things I posted on Twitter too, I guess. I put it everywhere. Um, a couple of things that I found there is really interesting. One, there's a place in that little section that I'm talking about. And I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it is a perfect little spot. It, one of the rocks comes out and it's just big enough for you to sit on if you're, I, I guess, an average size person, you can mm -hmm. fit on this rock and sit. And literally right next to you, this rock makes this little formation with a hole in it. And I swear to you, it was purposefully designed to put a cup because my <laughs> Starbucks cup fit perfectly in this little hole. It was like a little natural <laughs> cup holder in Pandora. And I literally sat there with my Starbucks cup in my cup holder, sitting on my little rock that jutted out from the rest of the rocks it was peaceful it was shaded i had sounds of the waterfall in the background it was an extremely relaxing sort of zen moment and i just love it so you can find a picture on our instagram or twitter or facebook or whatever of my cup in the little cup holder and if you're in pandora if you're listening and you're going to animal kingdom you need to find that spot it's a natural cup holder. And and I love it's it there. the only place to sit in all of Animal Kingdom. There aren't many places to which sit. Which brings in me Kingdom. back to my my point, kind of about the the map thing. Animal Kingdom looks so vastly different between the different areas. There's nothing. There's no. Since the Tree of Life isn't smack middle of the park, right? You can't see through that tree, so you can't see like what's on the other side, right? And so, with the lack of wiggle room sitting room to like you know collect yourself and figure out where you are it becomes so crowded so like 
we were walking from so after we decided to get lunch we were going to go to the jungle to the kilimanjaro safari right because like that's the you know whatever and we're trying to walk there and it literally literally guys it's diagonal from harvey market it's right there Mm -hmm. like right there it took us way too long super inconvenient to get there because people were just standing around looking at maps looking at their phones like trying to figure out where they are. And it's all like one big issue, I think, with Animal Kingdom and the accessibility of it all. Right. Which then impedes people like us who know where we're going and trying to get there. Um, Yeah. Animal Kingdom is just not very... So our day in Animal Kingdom, after we ate and we did the Pandora area, we did the... It it rained a little bit. We had a little bit of rain. Mm -hmm. It was a slight little bit of rain. And then we found our way to the safari. Yeah. We did the safari. The animals were actually out, even though it was in the middle of the day. I think because it rained, it was cooler. Number the lightning lane out. on the safari was not good. Right. But we, we didn't do lightning lanes. Remember, if yeah. you listen to our episode last time, we did not do Genie Plus at all in this entire trip. Not a single day on Genie Plus. Nothing. No lightning lane. No nothing. We mm-hmm. stand by queue every single time. Right. So we did the safari and then your brother wanted to go in the trains. We did the train to Rafiki's area and we couldn't get into the animation class because it was Mm -hmm. already full. And the animals, because it had rained, the petting zoo animals were not out. Mm -hmm. So there was really nothing to do there. And so we got back on the train and went back to the regular area. Well, at that point, we got back, went to the regular area and then kept walking in the circle around Animal Kingdom, made our way to Asia because I was still going back and forth on whether or not I wanted to do Everest. And we were very hot. And for some reason, we were unusually tired this day. And I had wanted to do the Gorilla Trails, Falls Trail, whatever. Yeah. But I, we took like five steps and there was a gorilla right there. And, and like, I saw okay, the gorillas cool. and I was like, okay, well, I don't need to go to rest it away. And I just, you know, we just, I didn't do any more. We were hot and tired because there is little to no shade anywhere in Animal Kingdom. And we were walking... You know, went through Asia. I decided not to do Everest because I got freaked out. No one would do it with me. And then we caught kite tails. We're not big thrill ride people. So we didn't we didn't do Everest. And I know some people listening going, oh, you got to do it. You got to do it. I want to do it. I just need someone to do it with me. There's a rumor that we may be going back to Walt Disney World in the spring at some point. And I know that, you know, your mother and your brother and you have already said. They you're trying to get like build it up like we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. So we'll see. But we didn't do that. And we made our way over to. Well, mom and brother like stormed off to go get some whatever. And you and I were on the bridge that like connects the backstage area right. with the main lagoon. Right. And we and, caught kite tails from that bridge. Tail. Yeah. They did. I said, oh, kite tails is going to be started. We got to watch this. And it was just, you know, blue and the little prickly pear, whatever. And, you know, kite tails. I said this when it first came out and I first heard about the concept. It, it has a good concept. It's cute. I get where it's coming from. I think it could be really successful. It just is so not. It needs a lot of kites. It needs more. Like when it was over, I was like, is that it? Is it just the one scene with the right. two kites? I don't It I was. Don't get that it. was it. It was and then over. It ended. Yeah. It, it needed smaller kites and many, a lot more smaller kites would make it better than just two big ones. Right. I was. Because we were just watching Baloo go left, in a circle. Yeah. I was left feeling like that's it. That, that's 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 it. I mean, I was like really kind of like if I had been waiting around. For, I mean, we walked up on it, but if I had waited for that, I'd have been pretty disappointed. I was yeah. more I was disappointed to begin with, but I would have been even more disappointed. So, yeah, we didn't do that. And At we this made, point, it's like 1 p.m. Right, we know we're going to park hop. We know we're going to park hop because we have to get we, we actually have dinner reservations at Epcot that at night. Epcot that night. So, so. it's maybe <laughs> one, probably earlier. 
we wanted to do Cali River Rapids, but it's closed like always. We were going to do that. Yeah. And it was down. Yeah. We, and we waited down. and waited and waited and it never came back on. So we just and then we stumbled into Dino Land, but not Dino Land Island, like the kid version with the arcade that's in the parking lot in the Triceratops spin. So we did the tr- Triceratops spin. We didn't even go into Dino Land USA and do Dinosaur. It wasn't even worth it for us. And then we just made our way out. Took some photos with PhotoPass and like that was it. Right. But by no. the time we left Animal Kingdom at like 1.30, we were all so angry at each other, so frustrated. And I think it's because of the culmination of like the lack of places to sit and lack of things to do and lack of shade. Uh, and like I, I, I would like to caveat that by just saying I think it was because we spent an entire half a day and we didn't feel like we got much value right. from the park that day. So, of course, Flight of Passage is great. but if you've done the safari, you've done the safari. The Cali River Rapids was down. We didn't do Everest. Kite Tails was a disappointment. And of all the parks we went to, and we're, we are big fans of cast members, but probably the two least interested cast members in doing their job, we met at Animal Kingdom, like yeah. photographers. Like, I don't think they could have been less excited and even to our, do their job. And so it's like- safari kind of like, guide too. You no, know, she did fine. But I mean, the point was- you know, we every place we went because we had the memory maker. We were like, "Oh, can, do you have uh, magic pictures? Like extra magic in the picture?" No, we don't have magic and, and pictures. Then, literally, the guy was like, "No, I don't have those." I mean, I was like, "Okay, that's it's a truthful answer," but it was kind of like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry." <laughs> it made me feel bad for asking, right? So I don't know. I think, unfortunately, I'm not. <sighs> I, think I like Animal Kingdom. I want to believe that in D23 coming up, I think in September when they have the big conference. I hope that there is a huge announcement about Animal Kingdom because the park has so much potential. But I have to say, based on our experience, it was really the fourth best park by a long shot on our trip. It just needs a lot of work and it needs like I know a lot of Disney fans, I heard Disney fans are not happy about the constant intellectual property being shoved down our throats. But like that's what Animal Kingdom needs, and it needs something that's a little bit more relevant than Pandora. It needs like something Pandora, more than Pandora and Lion King. Like Pandora was a smash hit. Like Red Avatar was still popular, but like I don't, I've never seen Avatar. No one younger than me has ever seen Avatar, and there's a sequel coming out, I guess. But like I don't know, people Listen, don't really seem more, to be talking that much about it. Like it needs something. It needs a draw in it that mm-hmm. like it, okay, right? Going kind of tracking back a little bit, Hollywood Studios kind of empty kind of not not really you know and all that exciting are we moving on to animal we're hollywood not studios? we're not okay. i'm gonna compare them because i had some things i wanted to say about animal kingdom Go so ahead. they hollywood studios is not that exciting not that great and then it's great but it's got you know it's you know rock and roller coaster tower of terror great movie ride whatever and then you're like okay hey we're gonna do toy story hey we're gonna do star wars and now like people go to hollywood studios people like hollywood studios it's now a full day park Whereas Animal Kingdom has Lion King, but not really Lion King. It's not really there. And then the Pandora area, which is sort of on its lap, like not really super relevant anymore. It's just that ride is so great to experience. It's Animal Kingdom is a beautiful park. It really is. It's so nice being there. I love the atmosphere in Animal Kingdom. It, I really do. I just think that it's so spread out and difficult to navigate and... For what? For Everest? I don't even want to do Everest. So much of Disney that we love is animal-based. How many characters are, you know, animals that we love from Disney? 
There are tons of them. And for a company who has created so much magic and joy by using animal characters, so few animals are actually in animal the animal kingdom. Yeah. And I know they were trying to go for more of an authentic, you know, Asian, African vibe. And you can still do that. But it, in my opinion, after being there recently, it would really benefit from some more traditional attractions in Animal Kingdom. Like, yeah. for example, you know, there could be an easily a Mowgli's Adventure dark ride. You could do a dark ride for Jungle Book and just do the story of Jungle Book as a dark ride like you do Winnie the Pooh. Right. There's nothing like that. And if you even wanted kingdom. to make it cool, like Rise of Resistance or anything, like, sure, like, make it work. But you can do any, any of this. I mean, there's yeah. no Winnie the Pooh slash Peter Pan type dark ride in Animal Kingdom, right? You're either outdoors in the safari or doing walking trails or riding the train or you're indoors doing the animation piece or doing... They don't want to lose you know, the, sight of the conservatory stuff. No, I get that. I think you can do all of that, but they're... Animal Kingdom desperately needs something like that to draw people in the park. I mean, look at right. Epcot. Remy's there, Guardians of the Galaxy there. Attendance is going way up in Epcot. Look at Hollywood Studios, Toy Story, Star Wars. Attendance way up. Animal Kingdom desperately needs that. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that at D23, there are some announcements made about ideas to bring more of that kind of element into Animal Kingdom, even though the purist are saying, well, that was never what Animal Kingdom was about. That's not what Joe Rody designed. That's not what it was supposed to be about. You can do both. There is right. plenty of, it is the largest park of the four right. land-wise. You have plenty of space. And that dinosaur and land, that dino too. land has got to go. It, it really felt like a parking lot carnival. And there was nothing Disney enchanting about it. No. I mean, I felt zero connection to Disney in that part of the park. Even though I do like Dinosaur the Ride. And we didn't do it because you guys didn't want to do it, which is fine. I, I could take it or leave it. I don't, it's not a must do for me. But when we, when we left there, I think part of the way we were feeling was a combination of just dissatisfaction yeah. and fatigue and hunger and heat. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's all good. I mean, like, listen, we will go back. But. Until there are some changes made to Animal Kingdom, I don't ever see us spending more than half a day there. I honestly think you could take Rafiki's Island and completely, complete overhaul, make it some sort of intellectual property thing. Like, I don't even care. Well, to me, if you go there, that could be like a Zootopia because it's a totally different area. It's really separate. Right. Right. And you train, you can train the train, train, you could, you know, change the train to be something that is, I don't know. To me. It needs to be addressed and addressed quickly because it, it is rapidly falling behind right. in terms of Disney magic, um, in our opinion. Right. right. And people out there may disagree. And I, you know, like if we, we had respect done- that, we respect your opinion completely. If you think Animal Kingdom is the best park, I think that, that there are many things about Animal Kingdom we love. Right. But we just, I don't see us spending more than half a day in Animal Kingdom. As a matter of fact, we've even talked about we just s- skipping it all together. Yeah. But I know Flight of it's Passage a, is a is a wonderful ride. I know your mother loves that one, and and which is great. We can go and do all that. But like, it but you got to stay there till one o'clock, one thirty, because of park hopping doesn't right. start till two. And so. it's just I don't know. It's really lacking, and it's unfortunate because it's a beautiful park, and it's right. big, and it has so much potential, and it's just totally right flopping. Right. 
And some of those cultural elements about Africa and Asia, you could almost see some of that being included in Epcot if there was more of an right, there's no like African Erica, er, 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 there's no African area. Well, there I guess Morocco is sort of it's in Africa, yeah. but it's like in Northwest Africa. But I don't know. I I think we need, I think we need to move on from Animal Kingdom unless you yeah. have something more to say about no, it. I think, I think my last point is just um, and I'm, I'm going to make this point again in my Magic Kingdom in the Magic Kingdom episode, and I think I said this in the Epcot episode. The lack of characters walking around, I think, make it makes me really disappointed just in general. But I think there was we saw Kevin. We saw Kevin, but there wasn't really a whole lot of that in Animal Kingdom to begin with. But I think even if you just brought that element in and had, you know, Timon and Puma or, you know, Nick Wilde and Judy Hobbs, like just bringing in something like taking Mickey and Minnie off the boat and putting them in the street and like or putting them at a station. Like I even think just that bare minimum could do so much for Animal Kingdom. Like I met Rafiki at Epcot. Why wasn't Rafiki at Animal Kingdom? Like, Pocahontas is on the boat too. She has that slow she? wave, that yeah. iconic slow wave. You don't really have to wave that slow. You can wave regular. We know we know what that means. Well, that's what she does in the movie. I know, but I don't know. Um, Animal Kingdom, so. a little bit of a flop. Definitely half day park, but yeah, I think in our opinion, it's a half day park. Sorry for you, Animal Kingdom lovers out there. We we again, we don't want to cause any hate. We do enjoy Animal Kingdom, but it is easily it's, number four on it our is, list right yeah. now. The way it is right now is easily number four. It's I can slipping. see it definitely becoming higher, but they have to make they, they have, they to, have, make to, they have to make some investments in there. All right, so we're going to move on. Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. Now this is a park we went to a couple of times, and we did use the early hour entry yeah. for this. So I want to explain Hollywood Studios. So I love Hollywood Studios. It's my favorite park. It is. Um, no one else in my family likes it. Um, I love Hollywood Studios. I think it's That's great. not true. No mom was like, likes it. We like mom was it. like, I hate Hollywood Studios. We don't have to come your back mother, here. Your mother doesn't like Hollywood Studios. She likes Hollywood Studios. <laughs> but, then we, but then we walk into Toy Story and she's like, oh, I just love this Toy Story area. Okay, well, you got to go to Hollywood Studios to get to the Toy Right. Well, you can like the Toy Story area and then like the rest of the park. She doesn't She doesn't care for Star Wars. She's not into yeah. it. And the rest of it, she could take her leave. So but. the way we did Hollywood Studios is honestly something that I would recommend to anyone. We started... So we did our first day in the park was in Hollywood Studios. We did two early entries at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So the first the first time we did it twice. And the first day we were in Hollywood Studios, we only we stayed the half day. We stayed a little bit more, a little bit past two o'clock, I think. Um, and we did everything except Star Wars. We did Toy Story. We did Mickey and Minnie's. We did Muppets. We did. We didn't even do Star Tours that day. We did. I did Slinky Dog twice. Like we ate in andy's toy box like we just sort of well let's provide some context for why we did that we knew that we had later in the week we had a reservation for ogas and we didn't feel the need to do star wars twice so we purposefully did one day where we started in toy story and the next day we went to star wars because we had an ogas cantina and on top of that too we didn't want to have to choose like if we had to choose where to rope drop we would have to choose rise there's like uh, that would waste our entire afternoon if we didn't rope drop that ride and then we'll we'll get to our rope dropping of rise right and then we would have to wait for mickey and minis and toy story and then slinky dog is a whole mess so we did toy story first we dropped rope drop slinky dog then we went over to mickey minis and we did toy story mania etc ate nanny's toy box lunchbox whatever i don't know it was good cool we spent our whole afternoon in Hollywood Studio, just sort of walking around, taking it in. We walked on Sunset Boulevard. Um, well, you were looking for Wanda ears. I was looking for Wanda ears, but we were also just sort of walking around, taking it in. Um, we got some Joffreys. It was nice. It was really nice because I didn't feel rushed or cramped at all. 
And then we just packed up and went to Magic Kingdom. Well, we did other things that day. We we did probably your brother's favorite thing. And one of the things that I think neither of you remember ever having done before, and that was the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. Oh, yeah, we did do Indiana Jones. So we did Jones do that. And I think you and your brother were like, oh, what is this? This is a stupid show. And It was cool. Yeah, the show hasn't changed. But, and I want to say this, I know some people call for Indiana Jones, it's outdated and so forth and so on. This, you, your brother's 14, you're 16. Yeah. This just proves that that show remains relevant because for people like you and your brother, for whom Raiders of the Lost Ark is like an old person's movie, the, you don't have sort of the, oh, okay, well, I remember this from the movie thing. Like, it was a, it's a fresh show. It was show. An entirely. It's a fresh new. show for people who don't have yeah. much experience with Indiana Jones. And so I think the show is great. I think it's, it's spectacular. It's the same show I've seen dozens of times. I think it's a great show, yeah. but your brother really enjoyed it. You really enjoyed it. So I think that adds to, if you, if you've got children and they've never been exposed to Indiana Jones, you should do the show. It's lots yeah. of fun. Right. So we left Hollywood studios that, that day a little bit later, like not at two o'clock exactly. Like we weren't like rushing to get out the way, the way we were at animal kingdom. Um, so we, we left a little bit later in the afternoon. We walked to magic. We went to magic kingdom and then walked straight into our reservation at Bell's castle. Like that's kind of how late we were staying. Um, our reservation was at like five though. So it wasn't that late anyway. So the second day we went back to Hollywood studios like four or five days later. And that was the day we did Star Wars. We decided that we were going to do exclusively Star Wars that day. And like, that was it. Like we weren't going to do too, too much else. Yeah, we were going to stay in Star Studios. Wars for most of the day, maybe catch Mickey and Minnie's one more time. Cause we really enjoy that ride. Right. And then, you know, maybe take some photos and then leave. So we rope drop rise. We go in for, for early hours, obviously. And then right. we go to rope drop rise and cause that's what you do. Right. Cause right. that ride takes forever. And it was broken it wasn't on whatever there was some sort of medical emergency maybe and right. all the cast members lining up like don't line up here they were saying you know this there's no official line and all the people kept lining up anyway and the line stretched all the way through galaxy's edge like from rise all the way right. in and the cast member was like this is not an official line we're not going to honor this in any way right let me describe that a little bit more because i think you're describing it really well but i want to paint a picture for our, our listeners okay please so <clears throat> we again we got there early um, with the sole purpose of getting Rise in as quickly as possible because we did have an Oga's, um, uh, we were going to do Rise at Resistance, possibly Millennium Falcon if there was time, but we were going to eat an early lunch at um, the Ronto Roasters because we were going to get a Ronto wrap. We were going to get yeah. uh, maybe a blue milk and a yellow, a green Ugh. milk or whatever. And I, I'll talk about that maybe on the future, maybe a little bit here. Um, your brother wanted to do the lightsaber building. We didn't have a reservation. We kept trying and trying and trying. We never did get one in. Um, but we were going to spend most of that day in Star in in Batu, or as I like to call it, Bound Two, because we'll talk about that in a minute too. <laughs> the bounding in Batu is out of control. So we did get there, and like Mimi said, you walk. We came in through the Star Tours side, like the the not the, the star, the side not closest the, to rise, right? The side closest to rise, not the Toy Story Land side. And like Mimi said, all of the cast members were literally blocking the entire way. And they kept telling people the ride is down. The ride is down. We don't know when it's going to be up. Please don't stand around. Do not make a line. Even if you're in a, and they kept telling people because people made a line anyway. And they were like, this is not an official line. This line is not the line that we're going to let in when we open it and so forth. Yeah, and, so, and I had asked a cast member, I was like, Hey, like realistically, how long will this be? And she was like, you know, I don't know. And I was like, is it, 
is it worth waiting in that line? Which like, I know it's not the official line, but are you going to open it up right there? Is it worth getting in line? She was like, we open it. When people do this, we open it in a different spot. And we did hear it was a medical emergency. Our our impression, of course, we don't know this for certain, was that when they were testing it before opening, maybe a cast member was injured. And so they weren't, they weren't opening it yet. Right. So we, you and I end up walking around and then, you know, a little bit kind of go in. So the line is stretching from the from the galaxy's edge side, not closer to the door, closer to the actual land. Right. So it's on like the on the um, east side. You and I walk around, we navigate through that line, get into galaxy's edge, walk around a little bit. Mom's like, it's open. Get over here. And so we sprint back. Right. So we're running. And um, at this point, it's been like it's been a good 30 minutes. Like it's not. It's not we were like, pretty frustrated because was, everyone there had wrote, it literally got there early for one reason only. Right. And like, that's kind of the point that I was making. I was like, this is the most popular ride. How are you not going to make sure that it's open when it, when the park opens? Like people come to this park to do this ride. Like if I had known it was going to be broken, I would have just waited in the line later in the day. By the time it opened, the regular admission had pretty had much already, already started. Been in. Right. So we... <clears throat> We run and they had opened the gate from the like west side closer to the door. So all of these people who were in this massive line that stretched all the way through Galaxy's Edge were at a complete disadvantage because it was on the opposite side of the ride. So mom happened to be sitting like right there. Yeah, like, mom was scoping out the opposite side. She said, I'm not getting in line with all those fools. I'm going to come on the opposite side right. because if they open it up over here, we're going to be near the front. Right. So she happens to get in line. I So one of the consistencies throughout this trip is that I'm the one that's like, pushing through the crowds. I'm the one running to get in line for everyone. Like that's me. I'm, I'm that person. And I don't that, really care pushing people in line. I don't really care saying, excuse oh, me. Like, no, no, I don't know. We don't, we don't I really mean, push people in line. I don't push people, but like, I don't feel bad getting ahead. I don't feel bad speed walking and taking the inner loop because the inner loop is the fastest. And I will say this, if you want to practice Black Friday sales, if you want to practice how to navigate just a mass of hot, sweaty, frustrated humanity. It was this. <laughs> when they opened those doors and people realized as everyone started just immediately flowing quickly in a certain, it's kind of like when you unplug a drain and it's the street is flooded yeah. and all of a sudden the water just goes, swoosh. it was like that. People were like, all of a sudden realized I've been standing over here for 30, 40 for minutes and whatever. So it we got over insane. there. It was insane. It was a total, like I was completely squished. Right. So we, get, I finally get in the queue Family catches up with me, whatever. We're walking in and we stop a little bit and then we walk a little bit more and then we stop and then we walk. We managed to actually get through the queue in like 10, 15 minutes. Right. So for the time we got in the queue and we're not going to do a ride review. We've already talked about the ride. It's a great ride. By the time we got in the queue to actually finishing the ride and coming out, because the ride experience itself, once with the pre-show, takes about 15 minutes. We got from the line to getting out. In like 20, maybe 25 minutes. I think it was closer to like, like 30, 40, but like, yeah, like the moral I mean, it story, was quick. we ended up being at the, towards the front of the line when they opened the, 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 when they opened the ropes. Right. And I didn't expect that at all. I really didn't because of the mass amounts of people that were walking in before us, but we ended up getting in we did it. And it honestly wasn't, once it was all over, I was like, okay, people were kind of overreacting in the beginning. It's a great ride. We got off of it. Cool. Um, and then we went over and did Millennium Falcon and had no wait time at all. And getting off of that just made me realize how much I really don't like that ride. So I want to have a, I want to talk about a little bit about that area too, kind of like I did with the Pandora. Cause I did not go on Millennium Falcon again. I yeah. needed a break. 
<clears throat> so if you are looking, there is a photo spot on a little ledge where a Disney photographer takes your picture with the Millennium Falcon in the background. So if you're looking at the Millennium Falcon from kind of where close to where the Ronto Roasters are, there's a little ledge and you can get your picture taken there. And I got my picture taken there. But to get to that ledge, there is a wheelchair ramp for people who need the scooters or wheelchairs. And that is to the left of where you take your picture. If you go down that ramp and you find yourself on the ramp close to where people are exiting Millennium Falcon, so the exit from the ride is coming out, there's a ramp, you can go up and get your picture taken right there by Millennium Falcon. If you stand on or near that ramp on the bottom, the air conditioning that comes out of the doorway for people leaving the ride Literally because it, 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 the outdoors sucks that air out. Yeah. If you stand there, you can get air conditioning. It was the coolest, shadiest. It was a beautiful spot to stand. So if you're looking for a shady, cool spot in Batu, in Galaxy's Edge, find the ramp near the exit doors of the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run ride and stand there. Find the spot where the cool air starts is sucked out of the building. You will thank me later, right? And you're, you're welcome. You're welcome for that tip. So we did that. We went mm -hmm. to, and we're not going to talk about our food and drink. We did the blue and green milk. At least I did. Yeah, we got did. Ronto wraps. We got, got the milk. Wraps, we got the milk. We went to Oga's. Oga's was a really kind of cool experience. Right. Um, you want to talk about Oga's in our food and drink episode? Yeah, but I'm just going to mention it a little bit. Oga's was cool. Not something we have to do again. It But was, your brother wants to do it again. He thought it was really, really cool. It was a little bit underwhelming, but it was cool. Um... It was good. And then, so at this point, it's like one-ish. Like, it's probably not quite time to park hop, but we were done with Hollywood Studios. Um, so... Because yeah, we didn't do Indiana Jones again. We're not right. Tower we, Terror we've done and, and everything we want to do. Coaster, and yeah. then since mom was like, it's not time to go yet, let's do Mickey Minnie. So we get in line for Mickey Minnie. We do Mickey Minnie. We waited about an hour. Um... And then we're like, okay, it's time to go. We've done everything and we want to do in Hollywood Studios, some of it twice. And I think, I think you could make Hollywood Studios a full day park. Since we did it in two half days, you could make it one full day park. The problem with that is that you are now having to choose which ridiculously long line you want to wait in, Slinky Dog, Mickey Minis, or Rise. Because like I personally think you have to rope drop Rise because by the time we got off of it, that wait time was like three hours. No joke, like three hours long. And I just, part I don't. Of the problem, part of the problem at Hollywood Studios is also, I found that part personally, that to me was the hottest park we were at. I was never more uncomfortably hot than at Hollywood Studios. And I don't know why. I just, I know the other parks, it was just as hot because we were there in July, but it was the day where I felt I was baking the most. And so, it's starting to be a full day park. I would, if I was doing it again, I would make whatever reservations in Hollywood and um, Galaxy's Edge in the evening because I'd like to see that park in the evening. Mm -hmm. But um, in Toy Story Land in the morning and then do the shows. We didn't do any of the other shows and we really should have maybe hit up another show or two. Well, we did like Muppets. And we did the Muppets 3. We love Muppets 3D, you know, and that's a lot of fun. We did it a couple of times. I think but, if you make yeah. sit down reservations for lunch and dinner, in Hollywood Studios, it can be a full day. Park. Well, I, I think if we go back, we're going to try to get reservations at the Brown Derby and hopefully Fantasmic will be back by then. 
And if we can get some dinner reservations that come with seats, good seats for Fantasmic, we might try to do that um, when we go back next time. So yeah. And I know, I know there's a lot of discussion about Hollywood studios, but I really like it. I think it's great. I think the incorporation of the intellectual properties, though annoying, saved that park. I think, I really think it did. Same with Epcot. Um, It it just like you, you need it for for better, for worse. Like Disney is a family park. You need to sprinkle it in. You need to sprinkle it in. Right. So here's a couple of just basic impressions I have of Hollywood studios that I wanted to share based on our experience that um, may be useful to people. One, I thought one of the better photographers was at Hollywood Studios. The guy who took yeah. our picture in front of the theater. He was really engaging. He seemed to really enjoy his job. I don't remember his name, but I think we did a cast comedy. We did a bunch of cast compliments while we were there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, good theater. I mean, good good photographer there. We, <laughs> good theater. Good, good theater. Good 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 photographer. Photo- photographer? Yes. Photographer. Um, I, I don't know how to put this. I am so on a scale of one to 10, I'm probably a seven Star Wars fan. I'm not a 10. Yeah. I'm not out there, you know, going to the conventions. I really like it, but I don't read all the novels and, but I watch the TV shows. I'd say I'm probably a seven or eight, you know, if I had to give myself a rating of seven or eight. Yeah. And I know that Galaxy's Edge has been around for a little while. I'm going to share an observation and maybe it's just my observation. Maybe other people who've been there recently don't have the same. But when it opened, part of the attraction of that area was how immersive it was supposed to be, that all the cast members were playing a role and there was a special language, like different phrases and bright suns and till the spire and all that stuff. It was supposed to feel like you were actually in a Star Wars world with cast members literally playing a role. I have to say, and and. It might be some of my general thoughts about the the entire experience. The I the storytelling aspect or the 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 theming of the cast members and how they play their roles seemed less than impressive to me. Like there was a lot of I mean, I didn't feel that any of them were playing a role in the park. They were there just as employees in the park. Like I didn't get a lot of immersion. You know, I didn't get a lot of feeling that people were using the language of Batu and the phrases. It just felt like that aspect of it that people pumped up in the very beginning when it opened seems to be declining yeah. a good bit. Um, on the same hand or not on the same, I guess on a different note, not related to the same thing at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> the amount of Disney bounding in Batu, and I referenced this late earlier when I said bound to, you can't go three steps in Galaxy's Edge without seeing someone Disney bounding as either a princess right. or a bounty hunter or Han Solo. They're bounding. And if you know what Disney bounding is, if you don't know, look it up. But there's a ton of Disney bounding in Batu. So if you're right. looking to do some sort of junior league cosplay, and I mean, there are a lot of people, they walk around with their lightsabers, which great. You have lights. I don't care. You have your droid. Great. No problem. I don't, doesn't bother me at all, but more than any other part of the park, the bounding in, in right. Batu is, is it's almost like I feel bad. Not Star Wars fans being that come through for, for galaxy's edge, which is why I don't think 
I think the immersive cast member thing is frustrating, but that will survive on its own because of the sheer amount of fans who are going to go and dress up and make it a big thing. And like, you know, and especially now with the galactic star cruiser thing. Well, that's a point I wanted to make. I'm really worried because if I'm going to spend that kind of money, yes, in the star cruiser experience, apparently it is extremely immersive. Right. But if I don't get that, when I I go, when I quote on, when I, you know, air quotes land on Batu for an excursion and I'm not getting the same level of interactive immersiveness it's gonna feel really really weird and maybe detract from the value of that trip so i would say this you know not just about batu not just about or bound to or whatever you want to call it or galaxy's edge but much everywhere in the parks we went when they're training and i know they got a lot of new cast members a lot of them with the little ribbon saying i'm earning my ears right which is great and i'm all for it and i'm supportive of them but the they are supposed to be playing a role and i see it less and less and less and less where they're not playing you're not getting that immersive feel as much as just someone in a funny costume just standing there pressing buttons and waving you through right right? the engagement in the storytelling can be better and i hope it does get better but certainly in star wars galaxy's edge where you're expecting that I just didn't, I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get that feeling in there. All right. My good, the good, the bad, the gray stuff, Hollywood Studios. Okay. Good. I think, um, I think it's just going to be Galaxy's Edge in general. Like it's just, it's cool. I'm like an average Star Wars fan. Um, Kylo Ren was there. We didn't mention that in the show. We saw him. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Chill. Again, not a, not a lot of, we saw Chewie. I didn't see Chewie. I think I saw Chewie once. Um, yeah, definitely missed that. I saw Kylo Ren twice and like, that was it. Yeah, There needs to be interactive characters. Like at the beginning of Galaxy's Edge, it was like, Ray's going to run around and like whatever. And then none of that. Like I was looking for her and nothing and disappointing. Anyway. Right. Well, I was hoping to see Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought Boba Fett was going to be around, but I didn't see any of that. But whatever. I mean, yeah, Kylo Ren's not even a bad guy in the end of the last movie. So right. I don't know, whatever. So keep going. Good Galaxy's Edge. Great. Um, great has to be Mickey and Mickey, Mickey and Minnie's. That ride is so fantastic. Um, it's probably tied with Slinky Dog though. I love Slinky Dog Dash. I, I think it's so fun. Um, I wanted to write it a third time. We ended up not doing it. Great stuff. Hollywood studios. Um, probably rise being broken the day we got there. That was so frustrating for so many reasons. Um, did we get through? Yes. Was it a fine experience in the end? Yes. Um, it was just really stressful for kind of no reason. Um, what what were yours for Hollywood Studios? I, you know, I thought Galaxy's Edge was probably the good. I mean, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> it's fine. Uh, the great, I, I really do like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I, it's a fun, it's a fun time. And so I really enjoy that ride. It's one of my, it's creeping up my list of favorite attractions in all of Walt Disney World. Right. Great stuff for me. I don't know. I didn't dislike anything there. I, I guess... <sighs> I don't know. I, I think the food options is more of the gray yeah. stuff there. We didn't get in sci-fi dining theater. We didn't do any of that. We didn't go to the fifties primetime cafe. We tried, so we though. didn't, right. We did. We couldn't get reservations. I really enjoyed my grilled cheese sandwich at sandwich. What is my language sandwich? I enjoyed my grilled cheese at Andy's lunchbox. It was good. It was very good. Um, probably the gray stuff is the food options. Yeah. Yeah. There, even though we will talk more about food, in a food episode. In our food episode, we have that coming up. All right. So 
we have one more trip report really about the lands or the parks. We got to do Animal Kingdom. Good, bad, grace. Oh, we do good, bad, grace, Animal Kingdom. Okay. I thought we did that already. No. We didn't do that earlier. Okay. You, you want me okay. to go first? Or you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Um, I think the good is, I think the good is going to be Kite Tales, which is kind of a controversial take. But I think Kite Tales is so cute. I think it has so much potential. I like it. I enjoyed watching it. Um, it was just underwhelming. So it's just going to stick with good. Great um, getting on Flight of Passage in the amount of time that we did. And then just that ride in general. It's it, it's technological feat. I absolutely love it. And then the gray stuff. Um, I think Dino Land being on the parking lot and just feeling so disconnected from Animal Kingdom and Disney mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in general. At Dinoland, that was right. really disappointing for me. I think for me, the good is all of the Pandora area. I enjoy Navi. I think that's my, well, I'll call that my great. It's probably the best part of Animal Kingdom is that area. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. The good for me, I mean, I don't know. Um, I do think the food in general in Animal Kingdom is very interesting. So I'm going to call that the good. The I think food, the food was good. The that food we was had good. Animal and I think Kingdom. we didn't eat a lot in Animal Kingdom, but I know that there's a lot of options in Animal Kingdom that are different than the other parks. So I'm going to call that the good. The gray stuff for me, I, it has to be the Dino Land area. Everything over there by the dinosaur and the Dino Land USA, it's just. It's sad. It's really, it really is. I mean, it really felt like, it felt like I paid a lot of money for a mall pop-up, you know, county fair type. No, and experience. like you would think Disney would be kind of embarrassed to have that. I think they are. And like I really, really, really hope that at D23 there is a they're like, a we're tearing big, down Dino big update. Good, please. And now that Tron is going to be wrapping up and the Moana, the the Epcot construction thing is going to be wrapping up. They must I, I can't they gotta have something. I gotta believe that the next big, big project is going to be a, a real rethinking of big parts of animal kingdom. No. Yeah. Right. To help out there. But I do, I don't want them to mess with any of the conservation work and any of the work they're doing with the real animals, that yeah. whole section. That is totally fine. It just needs, it's it just needs everything something. else. It needs, yeah. it needs a lot to be honest um, with you. So yeah. the last section we really have is magic kingdom and then food. Yeah. So we have a couple of things left. we got to do magic kingdom. We're going to do food, maybe food and merch. Cause I have some things yeah. to start. I got, some, I got a bone to pick. About merch. merch and that's yeah. a little hint. I'm not going to talk about it, but I have a bone to pick about merch. And you will know what I'm talking about when we go to talk about that episode. Yeah, I think I do know what I think you're you talking know what about. I'm talking about. So, yeah, we, but we do have Magic Kingdom. It's delightful. Uh, we're going to do our big report on that for our listeners. But, Mimi, until then, how can people get in touch with us to let us know about the show and support us out there? So, you guys can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. But if you want to support the show further, feel free to send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com, or the link to buy us a Dole Whip, Patreon, and our Tee Public shop is on our website, disneyassembled.com. Make sure to check it out. Absolutely, guys. Please do. And if you'd like to leave us a voicemail message, there's a link in the bottom of today's show notes. You can leave us a voice message. As Mimi said, you can always shoot us an email or send us a message on the socials. And don't forget about our YouTube channel again, where I'm going to do some more Parks News episodes. Again, they're only about two or three minutes long. It's lots of fun. I hope you enjoy them. I post I post little snippets of them, you know, on, on the socials. You can listen to the entire episodes on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to check that out. And if you like to talk to us possibly on the show and be a guest, check out the Be Our Guest part of our website. 
and we'd be glad to uh, consider bringing you on board. Heck yeah. All right. High five. Very good. Excellent. So you're getting ready to head off to camp yes. this afternoon. Yes. So we might record another episode. We might record another episode. If not, we're going to have to record when you get back from camp for next week because you're going to be gone all week. Yes. Um, that'd be sad. <laughs> Are you bring Duffy? Yeah. All right. You got to bring Duffy to camp. Of course. Bring Duffy. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We, have a, we hope you have a magical week. And until next time, see, see you real soon. soon.